Welcome to the Corporate Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda McCorder. I'm a corporate dropout, recovering people pleaser, and perfectionist turned burnout recovery coach. If you are sick of the corporate roller coaster ride and ready to step into a life you love, this is the podcast for you. Okay, welcome back to the Corporate Detox Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda McCorder, and today we are talking all about layoffs with our wonderful guest, Dr. Tracy Schroyer. Um, so Dr. Tracy's extensive background includes 27 years in the corporate space, nine plus years as an adjunct professor, and almost two decades as an entrepreneur. So first of all, like kudos to you for that. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, golly. Um, but in addition to her expertise through in-depth research, dissertation, authorship, and publishing a book all centered around managing layoffs, Dr. Tracy has spent four of her nine years of teaching specializing in industrial and organizational psychology. She intimately comprehends the human side of change, drawing from both her academic insights and also her personal experience of being laid off in the fall of 2023. Tracy's mastery of time management, resilience in the face of challenges, and her dedication to empowering individuals and organizations in uncertain times is really what sets her apart. As the driving force behind the recently launched Let's Talk About Layoffs platform, Tracy empowers people and organizations navigating career transitions with empathy, actionable tools, and unwavering support. Her engaging talks blend real talk, practical advice, and humor, leaving audiences feeling empowered and equipped for what lies ahead. Join Dr. Tracy Schroyer on her mission to rewrite the narrative around layoffs and create communities of strength, resilience, and transformation. Tracy, I have been looking forward to this for weeks now, and I am so excited <laughs> to be doing this episode with you. So thank you for your time of coming thank on. Thank you for the invite. I appreciate oh. it. Listen, I um, I think I met you probably about a year ago in, um, in a group and really didn't really touch base a whole lot. And then just sitting back and kind of watching your story unfold, right, with the, the layoff in the fall has just been, it's been absolutely amazing just to watch you navigate that. And so often I say that what we go through is the medicine that our clients need. And that's truly how you have taken this whole thing. So I'm going to have you get started and I want you to share your corporate detox story with our listeners. All right. So I've listened to a couple episodes of your podcast. I'm like, oh my gosh, what, like, where do you even start with some of this? Um, so just to give a little bit background, in addition to the intro that you read, um, so I've been in the I was in the corporate space for 27 years at the same company for 27 years, which is crazy. Um, every three to four years, I would you know uh, go into a new position or a different area, and um, in what was it? It was 2013. I had written my dissertation all about managing layoffs. Because I had seen in my organization at the time and in other organizations that a lot of people thought um, that the executives or you know the the senior leadership um, were very greedy um, and 
I felt like they have to have a heart. Like they have to be empathetic for, you know, there has to be something in there that people aren't seeing. And so that's why I dug into my research um, to find that out. And I was able to find 14 amazing people who participated in my research back then um, who were very empathetic. And I learned a lot of things uh, from them. And it was very emotional just to go through that research. Um, and then five years later, I wrote a book and I shared tips um, to downsize with dignity and different themes that I came out of in my research and different stories, like loosely based off of my private um, participants. And I did career coaching for the longest time. So even prior to then, uh, I did resume writing. Uh, more recently, I got a certification, have helped people with their LinkedIn profile and navigating LinkedIn, um, just talking about careers um, and different things and where people want to move and the opportunities they have. Uh, but in the fall of last year, 2023, um, I got the news. It was, I want to say it was October 2nd. I thought I had a one-on-one -on -one with my manager on a Monday morning. Get on the phone and uh, HR was on the call. And the manager had set up a couple calls with a few of my employees. I had seven people on my team. Four of them had gotten like 10 minute one-on-one scheduled with my manager, which was very odd. And so several of the team members thought we're getting laid off. Like, tell us we're getting laid off. I said, it has to be an org change. Like, this is just never, like totally denial. Like, this isn't going to happen. My sister even asked me over the weekend. She goes, what if it is? What if you are getting let go? And I was like, I don't know. Like, I didn't even consider that a possibility. So it was a complete blindside to me finding that out on Monday morning and being told, like, sign off your computer, like you're done. And after 27 years of living by your corporate calendar for so long, like it was very, very strange. So I feel like my detox was more forced, um, but it was also for the last two to three years, I've been wanting to leave corporate to go start my, you know, build up my own career coaching and what I was doing and helping other people. I just, Maybe I just have the guts to do it. Um, I didn't feel like I would have the resources financially, especially to do it. And a lot of people said, I think you manifested this. Like you put this into motion. And so with part of my detox, like the first 30 days is you're still in a state of shock and you don't know what the heck's going on, how to handle this, what to do. I was very, I even told my team, um, for that whole 2023, I was like, I'm a mama bear for you. Like, I don't have any children. Like, I'm a mama bear and I want to protect you. So I still felt that. And I said, I'm not your manager, but I'm your friend now. And so those individuals who were laid off also, like helping them through this difficult time and helping them with their resume. Um, some of them decided to go to try to find a role. Some of them decided I want to work on my business too. Like this is an opportunity and maybe I take some contract work, um, but still reaching out to them and also reaching out to those people who were left in the organization from our team and the changes they were going through and trying to figure out how do I navigate that when I'm not, like I have no control. Like it's just, it really is a friendship and that was cut off of how do I still, you know, help them to the degree possible that I can. Um but that was kind of how my detox started. Um, 
and I'm four months into it and it still feels crazy. It still feels weird. And I go back and forth every day. Like, do I want to continue this, this uncertainty, this unknown that I actually wanted for so long? Or do I want to dive back into that corporate space, which seems icky and scary to me at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. Man, you said you've been living by that corporate calendar for so long. Yes. (laughs) Well, the app on the phone and it's like within 30 minutes of getting let go, it all disappeared. Everything's gone. Yeah. It's gone. So it's like, wait a minute. I don't go to any meetings. Like I don't close out. It's almost like you don't even have that closure Mm -mm. to transition or do anything. It's just like automatic. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, my, when I left, it wasn't forced, right. It was my decision, but I remember those first few weeks. I'm like, Holy crap. Like there's nothing on my calendar. And I know now that I needed that, right? Like I needed that space and I needed to like be uncomfortable because it was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You're so like, you get so used to going from meeting to meeting or task to task or call to call, whatever that looks like, right? Like everything is like dictated by like that routine. And when you don't have that routine, like you really are uncomfortable with like the white space. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out, you know, four months into this, like, how do I build that structure out for myself? Um, and even just the last couple of weeks, I have like, in order to connect with people and like do coffee chats or Zoom chats or whatever, like, I was like, you know what, I'm not going to do it on this day and this day of the week. Like, those are just for me to do what I want to do, whether it's working on stuff with my business or mm-hmm. having fun or whatnot. And I'm like, I'm allowed to do this. Right. And I can still get done what I can, you know, need to get done during those other days. Yeah. So setting up those boundaries for myself um, that that really weren't in place anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's like setting up those boundaries, but also realizing what boundaries you probably didn't have before. Yes. Right? Like that was my big thing is I let that dictate so much of my life that that's why it was so uncomfortable. Like I wasn't used to having the freedom, right? But like also not having someone else telling me like, this is what you need to do next, or this is the meeting you have to go to. And, and knowing that like, I could go grocery shopping on a Tuesday afternoon, I, if I wanted and not feel bad about it. I tell you what, my first week, <laughs> but it was the weirdest thing. And I, we never go to Walmart, like hardly ever go mm-hmm. to Walmart. We went to Walmart twice in one week. And I'm like, just cause I can, like yeah. I can go at one o'clock in the afternoon and, and I took pictures in a Walmart with the grocery cart. Cause I'm like, what else am I supposed to do? Like, I'm trying to figure this out right. and, and go along. It's very strange. Yeah. I had, my mom had called me and she was like, Hey, would you be able to drive up here to get something? Cause I know, you know, you're not working anymore. <laughs> the wrong things to say to somebody who's been la- laid off, but I'm like, I can, Yeah. like nothing's holding me back. There's no nothing restricting me from doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So you talked about, um, like the friendships, right. That you, 
you had, especially working at a company for so long, like Mm -hmm. they become your family essentially. So how has that like felt for you? Like trying to navigate that now? Well, what's interesting is, and I guess in a way the pandemic helped that a little bit to soften the blow. Um, because we weren't in the office. I used to be before the pandemic, I was in the office three days a week and at home two days. Once that happened, it was at home full time. Mm. And I stayed home full time after all of that, you know, um, they decided to sell our office, um, the building here in, in Ohio. And so I learned to take those friendships onto Facebook or via text or, you know, connect and get together and have dinner or lunch or, you know, whatever that looked like. Um, but the interesting thing was, uh, is people hearing the news, like as the days went by and like, I would reach out to my closest friends and the mentors that I had. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, the one thing that I would normally have done is call into bed and just be like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, but I started calling people. And so I called a couple of people who were my bosses previously and are very good friends now. Um, so that whole day I was spent talking to people and you're never going to guess what happened. Like, you know, and that was, um, very, very helpful for me, um, to be able to talk about it, to get their support and, you know, they're feeling the same way, you know, as I was feeling. Um, so I would say it is hard as we go along because you don't know what's happening in that environment anymore. Um, so you are taken out of the mix. So it is a little bit of trying a little bit harder to stay in the lives of those individuals. Um, it's very weird. And you say the thing about family and some people are like, oh my gosh, if another corporate office says we're just like family, like that's going to make me throw up. And I'm like, but being there that long, and with all of those people, maybe not so much some of the people who I'd worked with in the last couple of years, some yes, some no, but I was in a, another area of the company for 25 years straight. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I watched their kids grow up. They watched me grow up. Yeah. Like, yeah. So yeah. yeah it's, it's been very strange. It's not like saying it from, you know, the the toxic culture that wants people to believe that it's like the actual experience of like, I've worked next to this person for so long. Like you say, like you, you spend more time with a lot of these people than you have your own family. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I know for me, like my friendships, cause so, I mean, I was with um, Kroger for 18 years and like, you know, I grew up within the organization alongside of people like that. It, it, my friendships were my close friends worked at Kroger and I can tell you that like it's just funny because you then you have to find something different to talk about yes you are so you used to talking about, about work, work stuff. right so then it's like oh crap now what do we talk about right it's yeah Very it true. was such a change um and just like a change of dynamic too on like, I really don't want to hear that. <laughs> like, like, let's focus on something right. else at dinner, right? <laughs> so, oh, that's great. So let's talk about, let's talk about layoffs. <laughs> let's talk about your yeah. community, right? And like how you're building yep. this and um, 
you know, I'm in your group and I can tell you, like, I feel like it's exploded recently. Yes. yes. I'm that is very... amazing. Yes. And I, and I feel like, so I had decided I had the group under a different name for a short period of time. And then I waited until December 2nd because December 1st was my termination date, my official termination date. And I was like, I'm not going to do this until I'm out of that severance agreement. And, you know, I've been able to move on. So December 2nd was like my official first day of the let's talk about layoffs platform that I decided to roll out. And so I have the website. Uh, I have a blog. I have the podcast. And I also have the Facebook group. So what I wanted people to know, and I changed the name of the Facebook group slightly to be let's talk about layoffs, navigating careers and more is because it's not just about layoffs. Like, yes, I want to talk about layoffs and I don't want there to be any shame or any fear of talking about it. Um, but I also want to talk about like, how do you move on from here and how do you develop yourself? What's next for you? And, you know, many people are probably wondering too, like, what path do I take? Where do I go? And especially like me, like if you've been in a role for so long or in a company for so long, like how do you even figure that out? Mm -hmm. So I developed the group to be for that. And I've worked really, really hard to get the word out, to talk about layoffs, about career development. Um, I had a goal for January for uh, January, 2024 of adding 50 new people to the group. And I think we achieved that January 30th now, like three or four days ago, we hit 50 people and we're still adding people daily. So I am very excited. It's a very engaging group. Great questions that are coming in. As I get questions, I'm creating like many videos to share, you know, sharing a lot of information that I can out to help people. Um, I've seen a lot of people who are either affected by layoffs or layoffs are starting to happen in their company. And they're like, I don't know if I'm going to be the next one, yeah. you know, tapped on the shoulder. And I want to be prepared either way, which you should be. Um, and then some people who may not be impacted by layoffs. And then another thing with the, the whole platform is being able to reach to organizational leaders, um, executives, senior leadership, because layoffs are not always the answer. And they shouldn't be, even on my website, I say layoffs are not a first, or they're the first response, but they should really be the last resort. So there's so many alternatives that companies can choose other than going the layoff route. And it's disturbing because there's so many that it's almost like a trend or a phase mm -hmm. that companies, you just hear it over and over on our LinkedIn feeds, on our Twitter feeds, like yeah. every day it's hundreds and hundreds of people being laid off. Um, so that's why I created the platform is to be able to support these individuals. And I don't think it, even though I studied it so many years ago, it wasn't until I was laid off and it kind of, I feel like it came back full circle and hit me in the face and was like, you need to do something. Mm. And so that's why I put the platform out there and started it off. So one thing that I saw, and I'm sure you've seen this, heck, it might be in, you know, your book about this, but like. <laughs> So the company that I work for, we did not, we hadn't done layoffs in a really long time. I mean, the 18 years that I was there, I can only remember one round of, of management layoffs. And um, it just so happened to be when I was in human resources. And one of the bad experiences from my aspect was um, 
I was um, a district HR manager. So we were over like 20 some stores, right? And we weren't told about it. So a lot of like the performance review stuff that they had us do very quickly before that, none of us knew that that was going to be the repercussion. And looking at it now, right, that was, I don't know, six years ago, maybe longer. Um, the folks that they laid off had, a, had a, some of them had a lot of tenure and a lot of talent and could like still had um, a long runway, right? Like they, they weren't close to retirement. So looking now at that company, and of course this is outside eyes looking in now, Mm-hmm. That was a lot of talent that they really could be using now because now they don't have that talent and they're struggling to hold on to management. And I often wonder, like, does that group of people really regret that decision now? Mm. And layoffs are super hard. They're hard to deliver. They're hard just, I mean, you know, you have an attachment to those people most likely. And mm-hmm. um, it's just like, what is the the tenure? Like looking out, like w- what is the consequence to the company at times for those layoffs? So I know that's nothing that you and I are going to solve here, but <laughs> that's just like from... From me going through the experience, I wasn't personally laid off, but I had real close friends that were, and Mm -hmm. I also knew their talent level. And dang, if that talent could still be in that company, like things would be different. Right. Right. Yeah. And one thing that I provide um, through the Let's Talk About Layoffs.com site is I have four free guides. Uh, one of those guides kind of hits what you're talking about is if you are a manager who is tasked with laying off people and you're not the one making the decision, like you're just handed and said, this is what you need to do unexpectedly or whatnot. Like I have a guide for that. And how do you work through that? Um, Cause there's a lot of stress, anxiety, emotion for most people. I think some people don't, but for most people. And what I even found in um, the research when I interviewed people is the amount of things that these people had going on in their personal lives on top of the crap at work to do the layoffs. Like one lady, her mom was dying with cancer and she's like, and I'm like so emotional in all of this and having to work through these layoffs. And she's like, and you know, I even had the perception before I did my research of what these, you know, managers, these leaders who were deciding these and putting, you know, putting this decision out there and having to implement it, you know, what they were. And she's like, we have lives too. Like even the first person I interviewed in my master's, like I was even thinking about the topic back then. He was like, I go to bed and cry at night. And people would never guess that this guy cries. Like just torturous for them to make those decisions. I understand that's not everybody, Um, but definitely for managers who don't have the say. And what's interesting too about what you said is being able to look back and realize 
what you or other managers were doing in those performance reviews. And it's not like you could have changed it and mm-hmm. you could have done anything different. But I even look back and I'm like, holy shit, there were red flags. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, there were all these red flags. Why was I why was I so in denial mm-hmm. that the stuff was coming? And I've heard that from managers that I interviewed, from individuals who have been laid off. And it's never a one size fits all and it's never going to be the same thing. And I think it's just us being able to kind of look back and be like, oh, now I get why that happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely hard. Yeah. I can tell you. So when I look back on like my corporate detox journey and, and that moment when the layoffs happened was the moment that I started contemplating leaving because of just how bad, like, that's where I realized to me, that was like a values misalignment, right? Like there wasn't honesty <laughs> and yep. transparency and things that we were told are, you know, a company value. And that is where now I didn't leave for another three years, but that was the moment when I started saying like, this isn't, this isn't for me anymore. Yeah. There's a disconnect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So tell us about how you, you touched a little bit on how you work with folks, but Mm -hmm. um, tell us more about what you provide, how folks can find you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I, uh, if people go to careercompassusa.com, um, they can find the different services that are provided. I'm actually in the midst of building out a, um, it's called Career Compass Collective. Ooh. And so I'm inviting other career coaches in so that they can support individuals as well. Um, but under the services tab in there, there's things from resume writing, cover letter writing, um, LinkedIn, how to leverage that, how to build out your profile, um, career coaching opportunities, whether it's text-based or one-on-one, like a Zoom version. Uh, I also have several uh, products on there, so different templates. So if somebody wants a resume template or a bundle of templates or cover letter template, I have everything from do-it-yourself to do-it-yourself and you know get an audit, so get some feedback on what you've done all the way to full service opportunities on there. Um, And then free, of course, is the group. Let's talk about layoffs, navigating careers and more. And um, in that group, uh, every month, I typically do a 20 to 30 minute lesson, which I'll schedule ahead of time that's live. And um, so we've talked about goal planning Um, in the last couple of months. We've also talked about LinkedIn and how do you use it to build your network? and find people and find topics of interest and walking people through that. Um, And then we also have the opportunity to get a discounted workshop. Um, So in February, February 18th, we have a DIY resume workshop. Uh, So during that workshop, we will walk through the different parts of your resume so that you can build it and you get templates as part of that workshop uh, built into the price. And then um, you can get some feedback. So a couple of people in that workshop will be able to pull up their resume at the end and we can talk through questions, you know, answer anything and give some feedback on what people have done there. So that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so for all of the listeners, 
I will be and I will drop the link in the um, in the show notes, but I am actually going to be coming out with an ebook about should I stay or should I leave? And um, this pairs up really good with good timing. So if you're someone that you decide to take a look at that ebook and you're like, okay, maybe this job isn't a good match for me. Um, think about your next steps, right? So Tracy has has this workshop coming up and um, it's just a couple weeks after this podcast would um, would be put out into the world. So it's really great timing. And even if you're listening to that after this podcast, after that workshop, um, tap into Tracy's world because, you know, there are so many people out here that are really here to support you and to help walk you through these steps, whether it's a layoff or, or you decide you want to leave, right? Or you want to take a career break, whatever that is. Like there's so many resources available to you. So just know that you don't have to do it alone. It can be super overwhelming. And that is where I find people stay stuck is because it is so overwhelming. So um, I hope that that brings you some some other some more hope too, because if you're someone like me and you're like, hey, I haven't had to interview for a really long time. I haven't even had to apply for a long time. This is a great time to brush up on all that stuff. And even if you just know in your gut, like you're not ready to take that step yet, but it's coming, right? Maybe it's next year. Maybe it's this year. Who knows? Um, it's a great time just to learn those skills. And Tracy's workshop sounds amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And you never know, like we hear of so many companies, you know, doing layoffs and like, you know, even for mine, I had no idea it was coming. Like looking back, I could guess why some things happen, like you and I both said, but sometimes you don't know. And it's better to have a plan and have some things in place or opportunities that you can reach out to, you know, as you get closer to something, if you need it. So definitely. It sounds like a great ebook. I'm excited yeah. to hear about that. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so I have a question. What have been like the blessings for you? during this like layoff time. I love that you use that word because a month after I got laid off um, and I had like got off the couch and like started to, you know, function a lot more again. Um, I had talked to my mom and I was like, what are you going to do? Like, are you gonna be able to find another job? And I was like, I don't know if I want to. And she was like, what? You know, like, you kind of like, you have to. And I was like, um, I was like, you know what? And I started telling people, I was like, I think this is a blessing. And of course, everybody's like, it's like, are you okay? And everybody's saying, I'm sorry. And I was like, it may be a blessing. And I say that from the point of, you know, severance and that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful that I was treated right, yeah. you know, leaving the company. Um, but it was an opportunity for me and a real blessing for me to focus on like what I've been wanting to do for two or three years and giving me space and time to be able to look at that and to entertain the idea before I would have to, like, if I'm not starting to make some incremental revenue and getting to a certain place, then, so I just see it as a blessing, like just having that opportunity that I would not have had otherwise. Um, not to say it wasn't a hard challenging time to go through but I don't know that I would have changed it for myself yeah. do you think you would have ever left on your own 
No. I talked about it. Talked about it and talked about it. But I don't think I ever would have. No. It was a safe a security blanket. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, being emotional yeah. even thinking about that. <laughs> so kudos I, to you for leaving. Oh, I mean, I just, for knowing that there was something you. different and better for you out there because Well, I didn't. I just knew that wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> but it takes courage to do that. And it's not easy. And Thank it wasn't you. an easy choice, I'm sure, for you either. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely wasn't. Um, but I just think of like how, like I always, you know, say it's like divine intervention when things like this happen. And I know that, you know, there are people that are like, not everything is divine intervention. Not everything is made to work out in our favor. But I truly believe that like you're, we're fully supported, right? I, I knew that mm-hmm. in my soul when I made the decision to leave, um, you know, I'm a single income house, single parent. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to give up this great, fantastic six figure salary to do. I have no clue what, cause I really didn't at that time. Um, sure. but I knew that I was supported and I knew that like, whatever was going to happen was because it was supposed to. And yep. I just think about like all these people and I I know I say this on every podcast. So for the listeners, I'm so sorry, but you know, I come across people that it's like, we are meant to do this work. We're meant to be out in the world and doing this work because people need to know that there is more out there and that there is support out there. And I'm not saying if you decide to have a corporate job, you're a bad person. That is not it. But sometimes it's, you don't have the right corporate job. Right. 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 Sometimes it's finding a company that's in alignment with your values, that allows you to have a life, that allows you to um, heal your relationship with work, that just allows you to do all of this stuff that is really good for you and not just good for the dollar, right? For the sales coming in for that company, because that's where decisions are made. And I know that there are companies out there that do make decisions based on people, But in my opinion, I feel like that's the minority of where the decisions are being made. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes it's even, it could be a different company completely. It could also be a different division or a different area within the company. Exactly. So definitely, I would say even keep your eyes open to if you're not happy where you are today and right now in the role that you're in, is there an opportunity somewhere else in the company? If you have that comfort level in there and you're not sure you'd want to leave or is there a potential for another organization completely? Or is there something else that you're yeah. passionate about and that you want to explore? Yeah. And you might not know what you're passionate right? about. Right. Yes. I've had a couple had... of clients like that. Yeah. You've never had the opportunity to explore that. Yep. Yep. And they're like, I don't even know where to start. And it's really starting to ask those questions, get curious about things, and then really narrow the focus of, you know, what are the maybe two or three roles that we look at from there. Yeah. Yeah. So Tracy, what would be your biggest piece of advice for our listeners? Oh my gosh. That's a hard question. (laughs) Biggest piece of advice. I would say to make sure that you're ready. Um, Make sure that you're ready because like I mentioned, you don't know when things could change and shift. So that whether that's making sure that you have like your ducks in a row and that could be 
resume, it could be financial, like different things like that. Just if you're going to walk away from this episode, just what's one next thing that you can do to start to put those ducks in a row so that you are ready if something unexpected does happen. Oh, I like it. Because for, yeah, because for me, like I definitely had my resume ready and that's what I've been doing for all this time. So I continue to keep mine updated, but I think back and I'm like, oh, like some people who have been laid off, they fear getting laid off again when they go to another company. And I'm reading a book now of a lady who's been laid off seven times throughout her career. And it's like, how do you make sure that you're ready? And so for me, I'm like, the next time I won't be at a company 27 years, like I won't have what I consider kind of that safety net financially. So what can I do to make sure that I'm prepared to go into that? You know, if if I choose to do that or, you know, whatever I choose to do, how do I make sure that I'm prepared? Because you just don't know. Yeah. It's almost like an insurance policy, right? Like, yes. Yes. Building your own. Yeah. yeah, Like you take it, you take it out, you do the preparation for the, the just in case times. And we don't look at that professionally, right? Like not many people. So I love the way that you talk about that because um, not many people talk about that at all. And it is so important. Like you say, like hundreds of people each day are getting laid off. Um, and you never know who it is. So I, you know, I have seen people from, you know, new associates to very tenured associates, lots of years with a company mm-hmm. lose their job, right? All for, levels too. For whatever yeah. reason. Yeah. All levels. Yep. So how do you be prepared? Like you say, like, what is that one step? And maybe you take one step this month and maybe you take one more step next month. And you right. just start building that because being prepared is going to help you in the long run. Absolutely. And even yeah. if it's not like if a layoff never happens to you, like, you know, you're prepared if you decide you want to leave yep. or make a change, right? Like you have all of that and you don't, there's not that pressure. Yeah. Yeah. And I helped a woman who was in more of a director position recently with her LinkedIn profile. And we made some tweaks to it, made some updates to it. And I had mentioned something to her about her resume. And she's like, oh, no, like, I really like this role. Like, I think this is the role that I should be in. And then, like, within two weeks, she came back and was like, there's an opportunity for, like, a higher level, Mm -hmm. like, that next step she wanted to take. And so she's like, yes, let's do it. And so, thankfully, we were able to turn that around pretty quickly um, but I almost wish like, Hey, two weeks ago, like when we yeah. did your LinkedIn, we should have almost done this, but she was taking those steps to get to where she wanted to be, but she never knew the opportunity was going to come open and it was a whole new role. Um, so you, you would have never seen that coming. So hmm. that's exciting when you hear that for people, different yeah. opportunities that are really a good fit for them. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm not ever going to get laid off. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> I probably, the same thing. <laughs> yeah, you probably do need to join Tracy's community just in case. So if, right. if anything, just to see that it could happen to anyone. But if you're someone that um, has had this happen to someone close to you, or maybe you know it's coming, like maybe there are mm-hmm. signs, spread the word, right? Because yep. um, what Tracy is bringing in this community is just... it's phenomenal. So thank you you. for that. Thank you. Thank you.
Awesome. Um, so Tracy, is there, um, anything else you want to tell our listeners as far as like where they can connect with you? I know you touched on the podcast a little bit. Um, yeah, fill them in on all that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So I would say the place to start with is really the let's talk about layoffs.com website. And from there, you can access the podcast, the blog. I have the free guides depending on what you're interested in. There's four different guides, uh, whichever ones you would like. Um, And then that also has access to the group. So you can join us in the Facebook group. Uh, The other place, aside from the group, I'm most active in the group right now, um, but I also do a lot on LinkedIn. Um, So if you want to find me, uh, you can find me linkedin.com slash IN slash Tracy Shroyer PhD. Um, and you can find me there. So I hope to see many more people uh, join us in the group. I love the engagement. I love, I'm very passionate. Um, and you can probably see that even more when you're in the group um, about what I share and what I uh, support people with. And all of that is the majority of that other than the workshops are free. So take advantage of it. And that guys, can be your one a, next step. It's a safe space. Yeah. So please yes. know that like it is a safe space. Um, So even if you're a little apprehensive on joining the group because you don't want people to know, right? Like maybe who you work for that you're even in there, just know it's it's a safe space. So you can reach out to Tracy. I'm sure there's ways, I think in your group as well, like to to post anonymously if you have questions and things like that. So those are just great features that make it um, almost a no-brainer, quite honestly. Yes. Yeah. I've had a couple people have sent me like direct messages with questions because they're kind of afraid to ask in the group. And I've been able to answer. I don't say who asked me the question, Yeah, you know, sharing what I can. And I definitely have talked to um, some people on the phone and done some chats to get to know people. And I was like, ask, if you're afraid, ask anonymously, hit that button and ask anonymously, because if you're thinking it and you're questioning it, there's probably five other people, if not more in the group that have that same question. So put it out there, ask it, and let me help support you however I can. And if I can't, I'll go find an answer or I'll bring in somebody who knows the answer and you know have them help share. I love it. Sorry, my dogs are fighting behind me. <laughs> They're fine. They're fine. Um, Tracy, thank you so much. And I will drop all of the links for Tracy's contact information, for the group, for the podcast, everything. So take a look at the show notes and... um grab your free ebook and make sure that you sign up for Tracy's workshop. Um, and what was the date? February, February 18th, February the 18th. DIY resume workshop. Yes. Yep. And if you're listening to this after February 18th, 2024, drop into Tracy's world. Cause I'm sure she'll have some other amazing workshops going on. Tracy, thank you so, so much. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate the invite. So, are you ready to start your own corporate detox journey? Well, if you are, make sure that you check out amandamccorder.net for different ways to work with me, as well as some freebies that could help you get started. If you're on social media, follow me at Amanda K. McCorder on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Thank you.